Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk to you about logic and creativity. Very short episode, but I could go down a big rabbit hole with this. And I want to share a couple of breakthroughs that I have mentally come through in the last little bit. I am finishing my master's in NLP. I am doing my exams next month, and then I'm jumping into trainers, which means I can create my own coaching certification to support speakers, podcasters, and authors in learning how to share their story and use these tools to support them. So I'm excited. I'm thrilled. And the waitlist is in the show notes. And the name dropped. Like the name dropped like a ton of bricks. And this is actually what led to this episode. I am such a logical thinker. Let me know if there's anyone else out there. I'm sure I'm not alone. I was the math, the science kid all through school. I was not the writer. I was not the English. I'm just, it's so funny what I do now, but that was not who I was. And I'm such an analytical person. I I loved being logical. I love being able to sort through and think of what does this look like? And what does this look like? And how can this happen? But logic and creativity don't go together. And a lot of times our creativity is blocked by our logic. So I'm going to actually tie this into the unconscious and the conscious mind. And maybe this will resonate. Maybe it will support you at this time. And maybe some shifts that can help you, some tips to help you shift this. Okay. So I've been trying to come up with a name for this program and everything I come up with, I look online and I'm like, oh, I love it. Nope. Not available. Not available. And not only that, they didn't represent who I am and how I show up, how I support clients. And I have a number of different mentors who kept saying, nope, this is not it. Nope, this isn't it. And all of a sudden I was like, okay, I need to step away. This is how creativity works. You can't muscle your way through creativity. You can't push and and make it happen. When I was writing my book, when she stopped asking why, I literally was in this space of the title of the book would not come to me. It just, I tried everything I could think of until I set it aside and I got into a space of trusting. And I, before I even understood this part, saying the name is going to come to me when it's ready and when it's time. And for me, when she stopped asking why, I even took it to my publisher and she was like, it's kind of a long title. I'm like, I know, but it makes sense. And it hit me and I wanted to use it because that's literally what the whole journey was about is my journey changed when I stopped asking why. It was also at a time when Simon Sinek's book, um, Knowing Your Why, I can't remember the, the actual title of the book is, which I should, but 
it was all about your why. Everything was about at that time, knowing what your why is, why you're doing what you're doing. So it was a bit of a play on the sense that, you know, stopping asking why was actually how my life changed. So I took a break. I went, I can't, I'm trying to muscle this and it's not working. And all of a sudden, as soon as I did that, the title, I had somebody send me a word and said, this is you. And I went, Oh, I love that. Oh my God. That just hit. So this is the piece I want to share with you is we are constantly trying to take logic and timelines and pushing through and we're blocking our creativity. And we all have creative streaks. Listen, you might be going, no, that's not me. I don't have that. You do. I promise you do. So let me give you a little bit of basic background science in this that can help to open up and understand a little bit more. Our unconscious mind is responsible for 95 to 99% of our thoughts and our beliefs. And that is ultimately tied to our actions. So that's the results that we do or do not get, right? Because we, we don't take action on something that we don't believe is possible. I don't care who you are. There is nobody, like if you're looking at people who have created results, deep down, they had to believe it was possible because you don't take action on something that you don't believe you can do. I don't, nobody does. That's just, nobody does. So the belief is important. So if 95 to 99% of my thoughts and beliefs are in my unconscious mind, and that's like the bottom of the iceberg, right? If you look at the iceberg, we look at the top, we never see the depth of the bottom. The bottom is huge. And in that unconscious mind is where I have, I am holding onto my old beliefs and patterns that maybe don't serve me, but it's really was developed up until the age of seven or eight years old. So a lot of what a lot of us are carrying maybe aren't what we want to carry, what we want to believe, but we have to change that programming because that is part of what we're holding that is not serving us. So our actions and our thoughts, we want to get them on the same page. So this unconscious mind is holding all of these pieces, all of these old stories, all these old thoughts, the beliefs, the everything in there is coming from before the age of seven to eight years old. Can it be changed? 100%. Absolutely. With with work and with like allowing and with this piece on subconscious reprogramming. That comes from the components in NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, comes from tapping and time techniques and hypnosis and subliminals and doing that work to understand how powerful those limiting beliefs are in dictating what we do get to create in our life, because this is part of our unconscious mind, 95 to 99% and 95% of my thoughts repeat every single day, like every single day. So when somebody said to me, do I actually have to do this work every day? And my answer was, well, do you think every day? Because if you think every day, then the answer is yes, because I, if I repeat this thought pattern 95% of it every single day, then I've had a lot of years to build up on these limiting beliefs that aren't serving me. So that's the piece on the unconscious mind. Now I want to talk to you about your conscious mind. Your conscious mind is all about the creativity, the imagination and vision of what we want to bring to life. So you ever have those ideas, those download hits? And it's like, oh, that I love that. That sounds so cool. That sounds, you get excited. It's something you want to do. And then what happens, that's the creative mind. What happens is that we typically as humans, we immediately fall into, oh, but how? Hmm. 
what comes next? Who do I need? Oh, oh, I don't know if I can do that. That's really scary. Who am I to think that I can do that? That's kind of silly. And all of a sudden we start to fall into these ideas. Like we're cutting our ideas off at the knees. Forget other people. You might think it's that other people don't believe in you, but I guarantee you it's that you're not believing in your own vision. And I'm speaking to myself at the same time here. So trust me. So the idea comes up, we get this like creative surge that happens and it's like, oh, I want to do this and I want to create this, but we have to stay in that energy longer in order for that to become more of a possibility. We need to stay in that creative space longer in order to make that vision be a reality. And what happens is, is that no matter who we are, we go towards what is familiar. We go and move towards what is familiar. So if I'm like, oh my gosh, this idea feels amazing. I want to do this. I want to bring this to life. And immediately it's like, oh, but how am I going to do that? Oh, I don't have the resources. I don't have the skill set to do that. I immediately drop into how. And now my subconscious mind says, oh, do you want proof that you can't do this? Let me show you. And it will show me all of the things that I haven't achieved, haven't completed. And before I know it, I've talked myself right out of it. So we will move towards what's familiar, even if it's what we don't want. This is the crazy thing about the mind. We will keep moving towards what we don't want because it's familiar. So when I'm saying this is that when these creative downloads happen and it's like, ooh, I want to bring this to life. Start asking the questions, the what if questions, the like, what if I create this? What if I am the person to bring this certification to life? What if I am in exactly where I need to be? You open up possibilities. When you open up possibilities, you're now like growing this creative space. And now all of these other things can start to happen. Is this work? Yeah, it's, it is. It's something you have to practice every single day. But as we start, as important as it is to do the unconscious supporting work, that reprogramming, that subconscious reprogramming, it's as equally important to allow our brains to stay in this creative space, to allow it to see all of these things that are possible. And this is where I think when we play in the realm of possibility, other people start coming into our space, the right people, the right ideas, the, the, it just opens up doors that we can't see yet. We're not actually meant to see them. And as much as we want to see how it all unfolds, trust me, I'm like the major control freak. I spent my whole life here. We're not meant to see it yet. And the reason that we're not meant to see it yet, I believe is because deep down we will potentially self-sabotage and not because we're not ready to hold it yet. We're not, we're not ready to hold it yet. We're not ready to hold what we are capable of holding because we haven't built that belief in ourselves yet. And that takes work and takes time. So it's all part of the process. So we will always move towards what is familiar. So what would happen if, the what if questions, what would happen if we opened up this ability to be creative and, and, and expansive and allow those downloads to happen? Now we start to build this vision of what it could be that we're creating and that gets exciting. And when it gets exciting in us, we actually start to create emotions to it and we create emotions to it. We are now making ourselves, our body available for what is possible in our body is where all of our emotions live. 
most of those emotions are built on our past experiences and built on our subconscious reprogramming and what we have come through. So I want you to allow yourself to play in the what if possibilities, like where can I be creative? And some of the tips that I would say is allow yours, and this is not hard. This is not hard actually at all. We overthink it. What I would say is, can you allow yourself, like, where do you feel creative? For me, one of the most non-negotiable ways to allow creativity is movement. It's movement. I can't, why do I record stories almost every day when I'm walking? Because ideas download, because that's where ideas come in. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to say today. And I start to listen to podcasts and I'm like, oh, that's it. And I open up because it's movement. Movement is huge for me to allow creativity to be there. Um, a second thing is like get out of the concept of just your calendar that's on your phone. I know this is going to sound really weird to some people, but I just recently went and got like a big paper calendar. So, and I got color markers and I got things so that I can see when things are coming and what is unfolding and I can add color and energy to it. That's another way to to allow creativity. I have a script that I write for every month and I do a lot on scripting. I have a lot of podcast episodes on scripting, but scripting is like down to a few key sentences of what I am creating. And I always write and stay in the energy of how does it feel when this unfolds? It's not the manifestation scripting of, you know, I have $10,000 a month. I, don't, I can't go behind that. That's not an energy for me. I like to stay in the space of, you know, what does it feel like in order to bring these visions to life? Imagine the people I get to support and help and help them in their business. What are they experiencing? What are they saying? And that brings energy into it and that brings creativity into it. So think of what is allowing you to tap into your creativity. It can be journaling, it can be reading, it can be, oh my God, card pulling. It, can, I, it doesn't matter. It's whatever works for you and whatever lights you up. Can you do more of that? The answer is yes, you can. You just have to make a priority. You have to decide that it's a priority. But when you block out, even if it's bits and pieces of time for creativity, you are opening up your conscious mind for what is possible. And now all of a sudden, you are starting to create possibilities, the what if scenarios. And that's going to open up so much more that is available for you. And when you combine that with subconscious reprogramming, whether that is subliminals, that is hypnosis, that is, you know, tapping, time techniques, any of these things that can support you in shifting and changing those limiting beliefs, because we don't want to, let's get clear for one second. You can't, you can have the best habits to allow creativity to happen. You can have the best practices, gratitude practices, journaling, affirmations, but if your subconscious mind is built on this entire set of limiting beliefs that you are not worthy, that you can't create this, that this is not for you, you're not capable of doing it, there is no gratitude practice in the world that's going to fix that. There, there just isn't. I don't care who you are. And I know because I tried for years. I tried to put a gratitude practice on top of a really shitty mindset. And it never worked. And I figured it was just because it didn't work for me. No, it doesn't work. It actually doesn't work. Gratitude practices complement your work on your belief and your worthiness. They all go together. So creativity, 
Let's let it expand. Let's play in this area of possibility so that now all of a sudden this becomes a more familiar territory for you. And when it becomes more familiar for you, you are going to move towards that. You're going to build up evidence and proof that you actually can do this. You can create this. You can bring this vision to life. And the other piece I can say is that with your logic is whatever you resist will persist. So my logical brain, oh, she's back up all the time. She's always there. So instead of resisting it, instead of being resentful, I often, I just look and I'm like, I see you. I'm good. Thank you for having my back. Thank you for always being there because I'm not talking about being reckless with your business or with money or with, I'm not talking about that, but I recognize that she's there and it's like, okay, thank you for having my back. I see you, but I'm good. I've got this. And that's the place you want to play in because the more you can play in that space, the more familiar it comes, the more it looks like it is something you can create and something you can do. And that's the direction you allow yourself to move it towards. And I say it over and over. If the idea is tapping you on the shoulder, it's for you. It is not for you to logically break it down in the how and the step-by-step because what if that vision takes you one year, two year, three years, five years to come to life? What if it takes that? Is that a waste of time? No, you have to grow into the person that can bring that to life. But what I'm at, I am asking you is what, allow that creativity to open up and to happen because you, so many things are going to be possible and become friends with your logic. Don't resist it but allow yourself to play in this space because incredible things can happen. And in doing so, the name of the coaching certification drop down. I'm so excited. The wait list is available in the show notes. If it is calling you and you are someone who wants to learn how to cultivate your voice as a speaker, a podcaster, or as a writer in sharing your story, and you want to learn how to use these tools to support you, the link is in the show notes. I invite you to join us because it is something I am so incredibly proud and grateful for. And that idea that is tapping you and begging you to allow the creativity to flow is for you. It's for you because you have the gifts, the story, the experience, and the expertise to bring it to life. Just get out of your own way and allow that creativity to flow. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.